Um, we will move on to Jochen Bader. Right. And I will present uh, from more than shelters. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, it's kind of a very good introduction to what I uh, want to talk about. I'm here with uh, Raihani. Uh, she's our uh, representative in, 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 in Jordan. Um, Modern Shelters is a social enterprise uh, based in Hamburg in Germany, uh, aiming to develop and implement uh, innovative solutions for uh, humanitarian systems. And what, what we would like to talk uh, about today is, 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 is in, a in, in a way the, the outcome of, uh, of our work as and in a way, we are also designers um, uh, in, in, in what we do. Um, and we especially want to point um, out to um, uh, three, uh, three layers or three uh, dimension uh, where the design takes place that, uh, uh, um, and present a few on design that um, proves for us to be very uh, important when it comes to um, designing in a humanitarian context. Um, I, will pre I will present these three layers um, in regard to our uh, to the, the first um, the project that we uh, started the company with, and um, we uh, developed a uh, emergency shelter system called Domo. You see one he, uh, he, uh, here on, on, on the left hand side. This is the first prototype. Um, the, 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 the tent right next is the standard family tent uh, uh, used by the UNHCR, and when we started the design project pro uh, 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 process, um, we first work, were in the realms of cl classical product design and we're asking ourselves for whom are we designing this kind of shelters. And they're the first, the first answer to is that you have the, c the customers, the organizations on the one hand side and of course the end users and beneficiaries, beneficiaries, I've always mm -hmm. a problem with the <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on the on the other, uh, on the other <coughs> side. And, you explore this, the status quo, uh, and we do, did a lot of research and learned that um, solutions brought in um, get replaced once or even twice uh, a year, which, which is resulting in high costs for the, uh, for the organizations. And also that, um, given the fact that most of uh, refugee situations last much longer than uh, usually intended in the first place, um, they do not serve as a uh, 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 a solution for the for the for the end users um, as well, and we especially found that um, the kind of standardization that is uh, that dominates this uh, this sector uh, leads to to future problems as standard tents or standards or standardized solutions. Are not, uh, are not are not are not, uh, not able to, to connect to the specific needs of different cultural uh, spheres, uh, climatic uh, condition as well. So at this point, the design process shifted a bit away from product design to what uh, we call uh, social design, um, which which puts the user and uh, at the center of of, of the future. Um, Thinking, so what we did the, um, was 
that um, we decided to build a modular system. So the do one domo user uh, unit can be connected to to several users. This allows to adapt, for example, to a bigger family size for cultural needs like gender segregation or to, to uh, uh, have different room functions um, as well. And the important thing is that um, uh, the next step was that we should not only uh, allow this from the technical side, but also have to define processes how we can make the people living uh, uh, in these uh, structures um, designers of their own uh, 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 um, living uh, living space. Um, to, 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 to get this adaption right, a, a lot of other uh, factors come in. Um, the international uh, uh, organizations are trying to use local materials wherever, wherever um, uh, available. So the next question was, how can we uh, build a system? How can we build a system that is able to include also these kind of, of uh, uh, strategies, thereby help to fulfill the needs of the organizations and um, provide a better suited uh, accommodation for for the refugees as well. So that's why the main structure of of the domo is much more stable and can uh, uh, in in in. in can can uh, can grow with growing demands over time. So domo is is a tent in the first place, but through uh, through added material in later stages can be um, uh, can be uh, grow from a tent um, to a hut um, to a house. And the third fear, uh, I have have to put this really short, but um, the third the third uh, sphere is. And this is also very important um, when when you uh, come as a designer into the humanitarian spheres that you are working within a very complex um, ecosystem and a very complex uh, set of rules, set of rules set by the humanitarian system on the one hand side, and also in every individual situation, a set of rules that is very determined by the um, uh, interests of for example, the host uh, um, governance. So you also need to provide a system that, that can balance this different, uh, this different, um, um, uh, this different uh, interests. So this, uh, uh, this quick go-through should, should show um, the complexity of designing um, something like a shelter solution. In the field, and we had the uh, uh, the privilege to be invited um, to Jordan Zatari uh, to the Zatari camp in Jordan uh, more than a year ago, and to learn a lot about um, the needs um, in in place there, and we, we got in contact with a lot of organizations uh, uh, that are working there, not only inside the shelter sector but also other ones, and we were able to apply this um, design. Uh, uh, concept also into in in, uh, in other projects, um, so that the th three um, levels that we identify, um, they always have to be thought together, but they can serve as different starting points into developing a a, a project and into design and into uh, the process of designing a solution, and that's where I hand over to uh, my colleague uh, Raihani, who is working in Jordan and will present on. Uh, a, 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 a project 
which, which did not have the product design view at the very, uh, at the very beginning, um, but comes from another direction. Um, so just a little bit background about myself. I'm an architect um, by profession. And um, uh, so my, I've been working with modern shelters. I've been involved as the uh, program coordinator in Jordan since March 2013. Um, so my colleague, uh, he covered the product design aspect. But we see these spheres that we came up with this um, approach after one year of um, experimenting and piloting and need assessment and research in Zaatari. Um, and they are supposed to be, as um, Johan uh, mentioned, starting point that, for example, in Domo, we have a product, but um, the social design aspect and ecosystem design aspect of it is really important. That, you know, once we take it to the field, what would be the, the feedback of the beneficiary and also at the design point in the beginning, it was designed with the end user um, in mind. And it was intentionally an uh, open-ended um, product to allow for user adaptation. Um, but in addition to the, you know, the, the product design that you could say is, is a more top-down um, design and innovation approach, um, despite the small size of the, the organization and our limited resources, we really invested the time and um, energy and finances to also be present in the field and really understand the, the, the humanitarian context. And um, I'm going to explain the two other spheres more um, truly um, in one project that we are doing with Oxfam of how social design and ecosystem design could be the starting point and have some product design aspect. But I also want to give a little bit of background about how we started. Um, so if we, we talk about the design, we've been also involved in designing um, solutions, you could call it, for rethinking um, like a bigger um, teams of humanitarian innovation, which uh, that's the hope that we are all addressing of how we could rethink refugee camps and how could we transform them into functioning and sustainable uh, habitats. And we were fortunate to be invited by the former uh, uh, camp manager of Zaatari in November 2013 to come up with a model, especially of uh, how we could see Zaatari, uh, which is a Syrian refugee camp in northern uh, Jordan, now currently I think 85,000 people live there, um, which is, you could say, it, it is a fourth biggest city of, in, in Jordan, if you could call it a city and how we could um, develop models to um, facilitate especially the, the resources that are out there, the resources, the expertise that are out there, and also how we could, um, uh, especially in terms of service provision, operation, maintenance, to see camp as city. And for this, we, it was, um, we proposed this uh, initiative called Innovation Planning Agency, IPA, which my um, colleague and founder, he presented in this conference last year this time. And um, the key component of this uh, agency was to establish and pilot a front office, uh, which I was part of, to, um, 
to facilitate the um, uh, to to integrate most uh, to to build first of all to build a network of um, uh, interested parties. It could be the private sector. It could be innovators. It could be academia because there is no shortage of of course um, interest and expertise out there. Uh, but the, the function of front office would have been to build this network, evaluate it, and then um, once there is a need uh, of the projects and organization in the camp, we could call upon and plug in. And um, so under this in initiative, we facilitated several missions for City of Amsterdam uh, that they were invited also with, uh, by the camp manager to do an integrated master plan for the future of Zateri. We um, facilitated a 3D printed prosthetic technology pilot with Handicap International, and we also invited some researchers to do some um, research in service of some of the pilot projects that we thought it could be interesting. Okay, so we piloted that for a year until the end of last year, and um, we, we realized that there were many, of course, there were many challenges of uh, implementing such model at a full scale um, size that we were envisioning. So since then, um, since then we've been, aside from Plakdomo, we've been operating to take an incremental approach of uh, using the same uh, lesson learns and principles of network and integration and uh, uh, and multi-dimensional approach in the projects that we are doing. And one way by being in the camp, of course, is a perfect way of making contacts with organizations. And um, so in June 2014, we heard that Oxfam, they want, they're doing a proposal for recycling projects. And um, so they were writing the proposal for it and they were planning to uh, to follow the traditional path of getting a technical solid waste uh, consultant of Jordania or maybe international to do in the first phase to do a desk research and feasibility study to see if there is financially feasible for the um, private sector to be involved. And they had three objectives of um, that the community would be part of it, the refugees would be a big, big part of it, there would be um, uh, several or it would be added livelihood opportunity or cash for work opportunity for both females and males. And also there would be a strategy in place to involve the private sector with an exit strategy in place um, to hand over potentially fully to the private sector. So we, we convinced them that, um, that like using the network that we already built of the local um, experts that we knew from solid waste and also like international um, that to get the project, because we convinced them that you would get your technical report and we would bring the added value of looking at it in terms of social, um, social components and um, also because like we understand, like even I see that problem a lot that the designer or even like a Jordanian technical expert would look at Zatari as as a solid waste expert, not somebody who is familiar with the humanitarian um, context. 
So as such, we um, so we prepared the feasibility study and this research. It is feasible to do the recy recycling project in Zateri. And uh, what we also realized, and this is part of network building also internally, because we looked at to see if there are any refugees that they would have a solid waste background. And amazingly, they were. <laughs> there were two brothers that they had 12 years of experience working in the Damascus uh, municipality in, in solid waste. Uh, so as part of the proposal with the solid waste expert, we proposed them three scenarios. The scenario one, which luckily Oxfam uh, agreed, and we are now in the implementation of the pilot, which is, is going to be only piloting one district, uh, was to engage the, the refugees, the experienced refugees, we call them, inside the camp and have the private sector only come and buy the, the material once it's like packed and ready. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and now what we are doing as the innovation consult consultant to look at these management issues in inside like organization because it's, it's a new um, approach to see how we could do it that you know, the refugee handling the, the money and, um, and such things. And uh, yeah, and the, 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 the other, that we are doing that whenever it is needed to bring, for example, we're planning like upcycling workshops from um, using again the network, Jordanian artists or international people that they might be interested to also, because for making the re recycling project anywhere successful, you have to be really innovative, you could say, especially in awareness or advocacy, because why should they even separate or why, why should they recycle. So that's, we are at the um, beginning of implementation phase and the pilot is supposed to run until December. And this is shows the, uh, the social design component and then I keep also telling <laughs> Oxfam that the innovation that we are talking here, of course we could go also products, but it's the social innovation that we are talking. And this is what I was hoping to hear more about in this conference because I think the mistake is usually people, whenever they talk, think about innovation, is the technical or technology, which is fine, the product innovation, but we have to be really innovative also in terms of operation, in terms of um, how we integrate projects. So.